This little light of mine. Welcome to the Witness to Love podcast, where we discuss the transforming power of authentic witnesses and community that marriages and families create for our church and world. I'm Mary Rose Verrett. And I'm Ryan Verrett. We are a Catholic married couple seeking to draw other married couples closer to Christ. We release a podcast every third Thursday of the month. Thank you for tuning in. We're so glad you are here. Let it shine. This little light of mine. Welcome to our second podcast. We're so glad you're here. It's great to be here with you. We've been traveling this summer and uh, we're getting back uh, home and getting resettled and and uh, all the things that uh, require you know require your home life after vacation but it's uh it's good to be back and it's good for us to have this podcast the second podcast regarding the year of belonging when we were returning home uh after being gone for about five weeks uh, we pulled up uh, on the beginning of our, our gravel road near the mailboxes and it was probably 95 degrees out and the kids they jumped out of the car and said we just want to, to walk home and they ran well, they didn't really walk they ran. <laughs> they ran they ran barefoot all the way home they were so excited to be home and that w- it was just so beautiful and and you know we've just been spending so much time with you uh, and, and with others you know, just really f- reflecting on the importance of belonging uh, to, to community to to your family to, to your spouse to Christ and that was just uh, such a, a beautiful way to end the summer um, when we were getting married uh, the evening before we were married we had the opportunity to um to, to build a, a simple house it wasn't you know anything fancy but um on some family land and i remember this was the evening before um, we were married that um we kind of walked over we were having a little celebration out in the in the yard between my house and uh, my family's my parents house and and um, i remember when we were um, kind of getting the concrete established we had a priest who put some uh, St. Benedict medals in the ground and I realized when we were uh, he was blessing this, this sort of the foundation of the house that um, you know we were creating uh, something that you know now five children later would, uh, would, would enjoy it would be a home not just for Mary Rose and I but it would be um, it would be a home for our children it would be a domestic church you know which we'll talk about later on but it 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 was beautiful to see as Mary was saying these children running towards the house because it was sort of in this uh this place that they felt they belonged mm-hmm. and and even the way that we started the summer was uh, kind of exploring that belonging so every year every summer we go up to uh, New England and, and the Boston area Ryan went to Boston College and, and we just have so many good friends up in the New England area that we uh, you know try to spend a little bit of time with every summer and it, it's just the, the kids they just they they grow so much during the summer you know we know it's definitely the, the extra time we're able to spend with them you know when they're off of school but but there's something about going back to a familiar place and spending time with people who haven't really seen you for maybe a whole year and like and those people those friends like they articulate the growth you know like you, you, they, yeah. they just they oh my goodness you've grown so much oh wow you know you're you're uh look at look at the book you're reading and there's just that 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 affirmation um coming from people who maybe just haven't seen you for a year and that i think that's really special yeah, too. there's something and there's something about a place that uh you you grew in a place that you felt close to god or close to mm-hmm. your family or friends and there's something that um that reminds you, uh, and I think as we as we get older and 
you know, uh, we uh, see these blessings that it, re- it reminds you of just the, the many ways that um, our friendships and our relationships are so vital uh, to our growth and us becoming uh, and finding the joy that, that we know we want out of life. I think, you know, especially as we as we grow older and um, just that value of like we, we were reflecting uh, this summer also that like the friends that we're the closest to uh, for the most part um they're friends we've been friends with for 10, 15, 20 years. And, um, you know, each of us, I think those, those relationships, those people that we, we've known for more than, you know, 15, 20 years, like that, that's, especially when, when they live in different parts of the country, like that's a concerted effort. Like it's, it's, it's a decision to, to, to go out and, and, and continue that friendship and, and to invest in that friendship. And it's so beautiful. Like, and to see, and then those friends see your kids grow up and you see their kids grow up. And, you know, you just you maybe have the same struggles in life and similar joys and you lift each other up. And it's just, it's so beautiful to, to be able to, to do that. So I, there, uh, we were able to connect with a friend that, that I've had since, since I was 16, 17. Um, so well over 20 yeah. years here and, and the same for you, right? Right. Yes. And, and while we were, uh, you know, traveling this summer, we had the opportunity to officially launch the beginning of this whole Be Light series and this, uh, this focus, intentional effort to, uh, to help couples out there, to help newly married couples, couples been married a long time. Uh, just uh, our communities to grow mm-hmm. uh, in a sense of uh, just kind of connectedness and but particularly during this um, this year of belonging to really to kind of find our place uh, obviously during a, a time where a lot of people um, move around a lot mm-hmm. a lot of people maybe uh, have, have challenges with jobs and employment um, schools are all over the place and but we know that we're we're meant to be so connected and so rooted uh obviously in in the lord but also rooted in our relationships and friendships and so we had a neat opportunity to to launch this with a good friend of ours and father matt williams who if you if you're following this series uh week by week you notice that last week he um he had a, a great challenge uh to everyone father matt williams up in in boston uh outside of boston in quincy massachusetts he married mirrors and i he baptized all of our children so it was great to have him, but he really did a, a great, I think, a great job, and is really on point talking about the value of belonging. Mm. And uh, we we did we had a we did a date night series outdoors, a, a socially distanced date night series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was so amazing because you know they live streamed it. There was about thirty couples who were physically there, and then um, many who were who were watching. But the ones who came, like they brought um, their picnics, and they each had sort of a like spray-painted circle on the lawn that was there you know their space and uh, father spoke we spoke um uh but there was there was one particular couple we, we actually we noticed them and they didn't just pack a picnic they packed a feast yes it was beautiful <laughs> they came with like their table and their uh wine their little bo- wine and their glasses a little cloth on the table yeah very sweet i told me gosh if we'd have the time at any point in life soon to do something like that we're usually just kind of sitting sometimes on the grass outside of chick-fil-a but that's another story <laughs> but um but still it was really beautiful to see uh, this couple who had been married for quite a while quite a while and and they were just they were so sweet together and they um 
at the, at the end of our, uh, well, towards the end of our, our presentation, we gave, we, we gave them the couples two questions sort of to reflect on and to discuss. And, and these are the questions we usually uh, offer to couples. And uh, one of the questions, uh, well, there's two questions. The first one uh, that we ask them to reflect on is, what first drew you to your spouse? Like, uh, why did you fall in love, basically, is what the question is. So that was question number one. And then number two, uh, how have you seen the grace of the sacrament of marriage operate, like, in your marriage? And so um, we want you to just take a minute and pause and to think about those two questions. And then, and then we'll share with you uh, the responses uh, from this particular couple at that date night that we noticed. They got up and, and they shared. So, again, the two questions are, um, what first drew you to your spouse, i.e., why did you fall in love, okay? Um, and so if your spouse, if, you, if you're married and you're listening to this and your spouse is not there, go get them, rewind, <laughs> ask the question, all right? So why did you first fall in love? So what, what drew you to your spouse? And then question number two, uh, how have you seen the grace of the sacrament operate in your marriage? How have you seen it uh, act? How, how has God worked in your marriage, Okay. So take, take a few minutes. Uh, we gave those couples 10 minutes, but take as long as you need to discuss those two questions and then come on back. So if you've had time to discuss these questions with your spouse or with your fiance, um, I hope it was a great conversation. We hope that it, it bore fruit and that you continue discussing these two questions because they're, they're so uh, just uh, important, fundamental, uh, and you know, each time you discuss them, uh, maybe it'll go, the conversation will go a little differently or you'll remember something that you wanted to add. So just uh, really treasure these two questions and continue to discuss them and to think about them and to make them really part of your, your family story and, and something that even your kids would know the answers to. And when we were sharing <laughs> in Boston, um, you know, we didn't really have so much uh, time that night. But one of the feedback uh, from uh, from the participants was that, uh, hey, like, y'all should have spent more time answering those questions. Right, <laughs> so, right. <laughs> Sometimes we talk so much and maybe we leave out the obvious points. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so maybe we could... Uh, Ryan, answer these questions. And what were the questions again? I forgot. Just <laughs> um, it's, uh, wh- how, why did you first fall in love uh, with your spouse? So that would be me. And of course you, it's you. You would be, you would be me. For <laughs> I think the reason, I know the reason I fell in love, obviously, is because you were the one that I had been looking for and praying for and wanting to uh, create a life with. You fit all those perfect areas <laughs> it's true all those perfect areas that uh that i know uh that you're able to kind of speak to in a way that i didn't um know in my own life you know something that i i think is i think it's, it's sometimes it's hard to put the stuff into words but you you feel attracted and drawn to things um and then when you meet that person who kind of embodies those mm. things those actions, those ways of handling situations, that viewpoint, it, um, if that makes sense, it sort of, it sort of, uh, matches the attraction, the longing in our hearts within a person. That like, makes sense. God puts in our hearts really that, um, she likes, I think she likes it. She can see yeah. Mary's smile. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I think. It's true. God does put in our hearts that, uh, 
that longing that sort of fits the shape of that person that that we discover that he kind of puts uh, puts on our path. I feel like in a specific way, we both came from families that, you know, we uh, maybe wanted more. And mm-hmm. that was uh, something, family, ba- family of origin, family background, that was something that uh, we really connected on. And I think that it was so uh, substantial and it was so... Um, fundamental to us um, kind of bearing, giving flesh to the vision that we had for our life. And the best way to live out a vision is with another person, creating a little community that makes sense. (laughs) I think, uh, you know, one of the things definitely, like when we, when we first, uh, when we first met, so many of you have heard this story, but it was uh, during an ice storm. <laughs> and uh, uh, the priest at the parish, Father Francis de Rosa, he uh, found Ryan sleeping in the cry room at church trying to stay warm because he had no power in his house in Virginia. Yeah, for a few days. For three days. Yeah. So, and I was cold and wet. If you ever been cold <laughs> and wet... Virginia is just wet in the in the in January. It's very cold and very wet. And so Ryan, uh, Father brought Ryan over to our house. We we're having a sort of a young adults get together, a big meal. Uh, and by the way, I just I realized that the church was unlocked when we went to mass that day throughout <laughs> the night. And I noticed there was a cry room with carpet in it. I said, no one's going to notice this. This poor graduate school student just going to sleep under a pew in the cry room next to a wall. It felt so warm and cozy. And I think I had just fallen asleep. And it was the first time I, my socks were dry. And uh, and then uh, I wake up and there's these shiny black shoes in my uh, face. Uh, um, and I look up and there's Father DeRosa. <laughs> so he, he called me and said, hey, put another potato in the pot. I found a guy sleeping in church. And I really thought Ryan was homeless. And... Um, I should have had like Christian charity and been like, oh, let me feed the homeless guy. But I was like, father, how dare you bring a homeless guy to a house where a bunch of ladies live? He's going to know where we live. And father's like, he's not really homeless. And uh, so I, you know, I I, I met Ryan, but it it was, I wouldn't say it was love at first sight. Um, It was interest at first sight. Well, I hadn't taken a shower in like three days. Maybe that was it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, uh, but, uh, you know, over the next couple of months, uh, you know, we just started hanging out and father started inviting Ryan to everything. And, um, you know, I got to know Ryan and I, I know the minute that I definitely first fell in love is we, we were having in, in, in the backyard of St. Louis Catholic church in Alexandria, Virginia, everybody, different young adults and friends and everybody was kind of sitting in a circle, just visiting and talking and, some of the guys were smoking cigars and we were just having a, a really uh, wonderful evening. And I remember um, uh, Ryan uh, just, I think I had shared, I had, I, I was struggling with asthma at the time. And Ryan's like, wait, one of my closest friends is a, is a pulmonologist. Let me call him right now. And I was like, no, 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 don't need to. But he just, Ryan's like concern and, and, and just human, uh, just really just being, uh, I just could tell he was a good human being, you know, like I just, I saw that he was, uh, that he was deep, that he was a good friend, that he was kind and that he enjoyed life. And that was the first moment I was like, Hmm, you know, this, this guy might be worth getting to know a little bit better and pretty quickly fell in love. (laughs) And then we were friends for two years. Ryan, I don't think Ryan knew as soon as I knew. Um, at least. Well, I can tell that look Maros is giving me. You know <laughs> no, that look. No. <laughs> um, but so I think I fell in love with Ryan's kindness first, and his just 
joie de vie, as they say in French, joy of life. And as we got to be friends and really communicate, like we really realized that we both had the same or very similar vision for marriage and family and the future. And, and so I think we, it wasn't so much of a like immediate falling in love as it was as a realization that we had the same loves and that we loved the same things and that no one else loved the same things in the way that we did. So To the point that when we were trying to set up like outings with friends and going canoeing or going to vineyards or hikes or bike riding that uh, everyone else said they would come, but it was only Mary Rose and I that would show up actually <laughs> on the day of. So, uh, our, uh, our friends would sleep in you know, or just, you know what? So we call it dates, not date, not dates, but because uh, it wasn't planning to be, it wasn't initially meant to be a date, but it kind of turned into dates. Yes. And uh, so thank thank God for that, you know. Yes. But it missed uh, those those uh those those opportunities to go hiking and bike riding canoeing and all these types of things we we ended up talking and a having lot. conversations talking a lot and um you know the saying virginia's for lovers <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was uh um it was definitely uh, a, a beautiful time in life and i think as we look back at it having that that freedom and that space to really um to really get to know each other and to have conversations um, without any pressure from anything, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, to grow in a friendship that definitely became the um, the sort of the, the platform for so much more that, that uh, obviously involved into a, an engagement and a marriage. And if you, uh, if anyone, who, you know, anyone who knows us, who knows kind of our personalities, we're both uh, very uh, type A, get it done, lots of opinions. I'm working on listening <laughs> and remembering things like, like the questions for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we, we both, uh, you know, I know for for me, it's been, so like the second question, the, the grace of the sacrament. So like, how have we seen the grace of the sacrament operate uh, in our marriage? I know, I know for me that like, there's times where, you know, I just want to be right. And that's kind of just my personality. Or I'm really upset about something and I want to just like say, this is ridiculous, you know, I can't believe Ryan would say this, you know, <laughs> or, you know, I can't believe the kids would do that, or whatever it is. Like, I, I, I have this tendency. Yeah, it's usually to, the kid's fault. Yeah, yeah usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, like, the grace of the sacrament, to be able to just say, you know, God, this is passing, like, just... You don't have to white knuckle it. Just offer it up. It's going to be better in an hour, 10 minutes, tomorrow, after a glass of wine, whatever. <laughs> um, but, you know, that, that just, that even if you really love someone, and even if you really love the same things, you have different personalities, different temperaments, different ways of responding to things. And it's just part of life. And to not say, oh, no, that's it. You know, it's all over. Um, because you know, he looked at me the wrong way or his tone was just a little off or this kid did that, you know, like it's, it's to be able to say people are imperfect and people are human and we're going to get through it. Um, and you know, for me, my love language is words of affirmation. And so I'm a little extra sensitive on that side. (laughs) And, uh, um, I think that like, when we gave our talk, people were like, so what's like, what, what's the, like, what's the most difficult thing? I know for me that that has definitely been one of the things is to kind of just, uh, offer it up and remember things aren't perfect. But so I would say the grace of the sacrament has really just helped me to, to start over each day, remembering, you know, the wedding vows and, and to try to live those out. What would you say? The, the- yeah. A story, come, a story came, come to mind, you know, how grace is operative. I think we were married 
three years, maybe the third child was on the way, four years, and we had taken a little trip uh, to the beach. Oh, that was second child. And a uh, little bitty car, I think, working more than we should, not feeling good, um, trying to make all the finances fit, thinking about a third child, but three car seats wouldn't fit in that little car. <laughs> and so, and I think I remember uh, being like, you know, it's it's a lot easier to kind of have nice thoughts when you're not, you know, like when we were in out. Virginia and everything was kind of wonderful and we're going on bike rides and drinking wine in vineyards and hanging out. But, you know, when uh, when I remember Mary Rose, we were going back and forth about something and I think her, she shared with me at some point, she says, whoa, she said, well, this, you know, we're two years into to marriage and she's like, this is going to be a long marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this is going to be a long life. <laughs> a long life. And I was like, you know, look back and say, you know, that's, there's a grace to be able to a- admit that. Uh, but also to like, okay, well, you know, maybe in five minutes from now, I'll feel a little bit better. So, and eventually we did. We felt better. But it was uh, definitely those uh, moments that where the tendency is to, to look for an out <laughs> to kind of stay firm, maybe silent. Maybe smile and know that uh, uh, the best intentions are there. So we'll probably share more and more about all these little stories and that we get from other friends as well. But uh, I think this is definitely part of a good ongoing conversation for all of us. And I think, um, you know, just going back again to the theme of belonging, you know, when, when when you're part of a community and when you are connecting with other couples. And I think at that time in our life, you know, we just didn't have a lot of our friends um, we're not getting married at the same time as us. You know, we, we got married earlier than some of our friends and later than some of our friends. There wasn't a lot of friends. There was a few, but they weren't nearby. You know, they lived out of state. It was, it was a hard time for us as a couple to be able to be like, wow, other people are going through the same things, you know? And, and so I think if anything that we could, you know, really encourage and share is that surround yourself with other like-minded couples who want the same things in life, you know, getting to heaven, um, uh, kids who love God, um, marriages that are a light, not perfect, but are, you know, a light to others and, and just build community with these other couples and, and families. And and then when you, you hit a difficult time, you know, maybe sickness um, or, you know, whatever it is, like you're surrounded with people who can help hold you up. And, and I think for over the years, like one of the things that we just really treasure now is, is that are those friendships and that community and, and knowing that, that life's not going to be perfect and it's not going to be easy, but that you just, you have other couples holding you up that, that you can have conversations like this with, that you can really uh, have a good time with, enjoy, um, your kids can get to know their kids and those friendships develop, even if it means, you know, traveling a long distance or maybe planning your vacations with other like-minded families, you know, just whatever you can do to really, um, put those supports in place so that you can have community, uh, laughter, um, forgiveness, a good glass of wine <laughs> um, with your beloved, uh, with your friends, uh, with your family, but just to really um, hold each other up. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you for joining us thank this you for month, us. and uh, we look forward to being with you next month. God bless. This little light of mine. Thanks for joining the Witness to Love podcast today. You can learn more about our tools to support God's beautiful vision for your marriage at witnesstolove.org. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love to connect with you. Share how you and your spouse are being a witness to love in our world by using Witness to Love Movement hashtag on social media, and you'll have a chance to be featured in our stories. Always remember your marriage is called to be a light in the world. We'll see you next month. May God bless your marriage. I'm gonna
shine this little light of mine.